Hello and welcome to this uh, quite special episode of 99P Gen Z where we have, um, we're tackling a, a political issue inside of marketing almost. Um, and I have two two lovely ladies with me here. We have oh Lizzie. <laughs> Hello. And we have Jess. Hello. And we're here to talk about today the, um, the price of pink. So uh, Lizzie, if you'd like to explain the price of pink to those who do not know. Well, um, it's a kind of phenomenon that has been found in kind of consumer price index <laughs> studies where um, products marketed to women um, are on average, I think uh, a recent study has found that they're 34% more expensive on average than the so-called male equivalent. Uh, that's specifically in toiletries where the discrepancy is largest, but it applies to clothes, toys, um, school uniforms, school uniforms, yeah, razors, shampoos, haircuts, stationery, a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> Basically, Everything. anything where you can consider like the tags for for him and for her. Yeah, the women's product is on average more expensive, even though there isn't functionally zero difference between the products, except one mm -hmm. might be pink because women are only going to buy it if it's pink. Am I right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, Jess, how do you how do you think this happened? How did we get to the point where you know, to, to buy a, a female razor is a one pound per unit like markup from buying a, um, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see, male, <laughs> male razor. Um, yeah, Jess, how do, you, how do you think we got to this point? Well, we probably got to this point from marketing. Yeah. Like people want to sell more things. They want to get their products out there. So they've seen a market where they've gone, oh, women like pink things. Let's sell mm. things like that they need in a daily life more expensive and they'll still probably buy it because they need it anyway so yeah let's make I, why sell one thing once when you can sell yeah. the same thing twice and there's always been a battle against the whole like price of pink thing so i think nowadays it's only just getting to the point where people are standing up and being like come on this is just yeah. ridiculous yeah. we're paying the like completely different prices for the same exact product so obviously, um, it's. I, I guess on on some things, it's it's kind of avoidable. Where you know you can buy like a a, a non brand razor that's just playing it. You know, it's, you can use it either way. Like mm -hmm. it's you know, there's no. You, know, you don't need a, a a women's razor and a men's razor. They do the no. same thing. They're just you know exactly. blades with a piece of plastic. <laughs> and, um, there's, there's you know there's a few things like that where you know it's like female yeah. shampoo. You don't shampoo, need it's yeah a lady bic. Pen. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, the, the, the tagline for that, it was like, specifically designed for the female hand. It was like, oh. Um, you know, and like, I, oh dear. obviously there is certain products that, like, women need and men need that the other sex doesn't need or that are designed mm -hmm. differently for specific reasons. We're not um, negating every product, but there's a few examples that we'll get into a bit later, which I'm, I'm sure Lizzie is over there looking forward to getting into. <laughs> it's getting ready. Um, you know, that to me stand out as the the more interesting uh, products out mm, there. Um, it'd be interesting to hear what you think of this as from a slightly outside perspective. Yeah, very outside. From the male <laughs> point of view. Life, so. <laughs> no. oh. um, so I, I guess the, the tax overall, and I'm going to refer to it as a tax because mm. it's almost a... Uh -huh consistent markup from the the usual once again doing air quotes into the <laughs> the, the feminine um and it's you know so i've referred to it here as the tax on being feminine yeah mm. so the tax on being feminine you know revolves around buying soaps that smell womanly or yeah. razors that are like a, a curvy or, handle yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um 
obviously, how often do you think you guys experience that? That way, where you look at a product and you, you think to yourself, this is, you know, this, this is being targeted to me, when in reality, it, like, it's, it's, it's a pretty usual, you know, it's a pretty yeah. usual thing. Most people are using Well, I think you look at things heads. in the shop and you're like, oh, that actually looks quite nice. Yeah. But then you kind of look at the same thing <laughs> in blue. Yeah. And you're, like, oh. and you're like, that still looks quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> I but think it, it's, it's interesting that, I mean, would you say that, Obviously, like we're all susceptible to marketing. Like, no one's mm-hmm. going to pretend they're not. Do you? Of course. Do you think you still go towards the? You socialize. You, you socialize to do that yeah. from from really early age. It's like, mm-hmm. no little girls go over here, and little boys go over here. Um, and it was really interesting. Some of the reading I was looking at. Um, there's this sort of received knowledge in marketing that women are less price sensitive than men. Yeah. So apparently, they will. They're more willing to pay higher prices for goods than men according to like this wisdom in the marketing community i don't know which women they were asking yeah um, because well, I, yeah i think obviously my little microcosm that i live in it, like <laughs> I, I feel like your my, bubble <laughs> yeah my bubble and it's you know it's quite a small bubble compared to the rest of the world but i have noticed that my male friends are much more likely to go and do something on the cheap than my female friends who maybe want a bit more of like well, i don't want to say the luxury but you know, don't want to skip out on things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the luxury is nice. Yeah. It's nice Nobody to have a luxury. So if you've got the chance thing. to go for a luxury, you're going to go for it. But yeah. I think at the same time, you like, because I don't, I don't know whether it's linked to like makeup and hair products and mm. stuff like that, where girls are more likely to spend a lot more money on a, a like a, an eyeshadow palette. Yeah. yeah. But then I think when it comes to the necessities, yeah, I think girls are a lot more wary of what they're paying yeah. for. And I think it's it's obviously it's all about how you're brought up and how your behaviour is informed yeah. by people around you. Like to to me to look at um, a shadow of powder that goes over my eyes that's made from crushed beetles for like forty odd pounds. It's not made from crushed beetles anymore for oh, the vegans anymore, out there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, to me, that you know comes across as like, why would you pay so much for something so like weird? Mm-hmm. But I. The way I look at it is um, there's things I probably pay for that seem ridiculous to other people. Maybe. And it's the way you're brought up to think, yeah, this is a reasonable price for such and such. And I mm. feel like with women's products or just women's clothing even, like mm. there's the there seems to be a, a step up of this um, belief that women are more willing to spend, you know, if yeah. if women are going out, they want the, the £12 cocktails, whereas the guy wants the £3 beer. Like there's mm. that sort of established... In general, yeah, yeah stress. Yeah. I mean, I'm, being, I'm trying to be very general here. Um, but yeah, like it's that sort of established norm in air quotes, mm. but it is a marketing mm-hmm. norm that's been put forward to say, yeah, you know, women spend more money and, you know, uh, guys spend money on women to buy them the fancy mm. perfumes. And mm. it's that, it, it <laughs> yes. like, it's, a, it's a marketing technique at the end of the day to have, um, yes, you know, it, to, we've to, been marketed to for decades yeah. to want certain things. That's what marketing does. It makes yeah. it, it creates a want and it create it informs you about a thing that will satisfy the want not to get too sort of <laughs> political, but like, I think a lot of the time women, like going on like sort of body image things and and sort of societal expectation sorts of things women are expected to present more of a put together yeah. thing yeah. like mm-hmm. men aren't in general expected to wear makeup in certain scenarios i know a lot of women aren't expected to, it it 
no one would say no, they no, expect the, women to wear makeup, yeah, but a lot of women expect, feel yeah. you know, obliged. When, like I've had it where I've had female friends and have like not worn makeup one day. Yeah. And people come up to them and say, Oh, you look different today, or like, you know. Are you well? Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a that's a main thing. Like if oh, you, you will. If you genuinely wear well. makeup most days, that's why I don't really wear makeup. I like I'd like to avoid that. Are you not feeling very yeah. well today? <laughs> kind of comment because I've had so many friends and people from work as well, just like people come up to them saying, are you all right? Are you feeling yeah. okay today? You, just my face. you look a bit ill and they're <laughs> like, it's no. like, it's, you know, it's, it's not, um, people don't mean it like. No, 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 it's completely not. Yeah, it's, it's just, just that weird setup of, of expectations. Yeah. Of, um, you know, like, Which, and I think men and women both suffer from it, definitely. you know, but I, there I, are so many really stupid expectations placed on men, yeah. which again is it's a whole marketers. other podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. But like, that's why, you know, um, Sam was saying before, like, um, uh, old spice and like yeah. be a man and like the Gillette razors and stuff that were like, Oh, Mac three. Yeah. Like it's a razor. It's not going fast. It's so when it gets to me, like, I'll, you know, I'll look at the, the, the Mac three and be like, Whoa, it must be better than the Mac two. Oh my God. Yeah. It goes um, 1% faster. Yeah, <laughs> shaving um, my face. But you no, know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And I remember in college doing, um, a media course and having mm -hmm. this moment where I sort of realized, you know, you obviously, you sort of realize, that you're being marketed to and stuff, but you're quite passive about it and you sort of just accept it. But there was a point yeah. I got to where I started looking at everything, you know, twice, three times. And, mm. and why it, is it, why is it like this? Yeah. And mm. you start to realize, and the whole feminine thing was a part of it where you start to realize that if you look at a women's perfume advert, the whole concept is about glamorous, like being yeah. glamorous, being rich, being, you know, if you look at Dior, the whole branding yeah. is this golden, oh, is. rich, luxurious you're lifestyle. Irresistible to men. You're very yeah. put together. You can just like that the Kira Knightley one where she sort of just runs around Paris yeah. on a motorbike yeah. and has perfect hair, um, <laughs> and nothing ever goes wrong, and it's yeah. very streamlined and everything. And it's it's interesting to look <laughs> at that and think it's it's almost inescapable that you set these standards for. Um, beauty and like I, I don't know if you've ever read about the male gaze I'm sure oh you have God, at some yeah. point yeah, I yeah. did film studies yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, but um, and it is that thing though where you know you have this pressure of the the media as a grand mm. term saying you need to be glamorous you need to be you know and then you have the pressure of males expecting that yeah. And then the only way to to answer that expectation is to go out and, and cave in and go, oh, I'll buy the, the pink rays or I'll buy the... Mm -hmm. Because it'll make you know. me all these things that the media yeah. has told me I need to be. I think that's why we were saying before, like, the men's razor seems is very functional. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and the men's adverts often focus on it, the scientific nature of the product and, you know... Um, the function it will do and sometimes and it will get you uh, attention from ladies yeah. whereas women's razors are a lot more about how it will make you feel yeah. women's products generally are like a little bit of luxury you mm. know and then we, we go yes I would like that but but preferably not a 34% markup on the men's yeah. one. <laughs> well, something I heard once is that you uh, market to men efficiently and you market to women emotionally. Mm. So for men, it's all about this will up your performance. This will, yeah. you know, like raise your, your bar of who you are. Whereas women, it's this will make you happy. This will make you feel complete. This will make you feel, you know, attractive. And they've got it right. Yeah. They, they're not stupid. No. If you see If you see an advert and it's like, you're going to feel great once you've used this. You're going to be like, I'm getting that. I yeah, want to feel I great. The misunderstanding is that men don't 
want to feel those things <clears throat> and women don't want a functional, well-working product. I think yeah. it, yes, definitely. Every Those adverts work because we want to feel happy and we want mm-hmm. to feel glamorous and we want to yeah. feel loved and respected and whatever. But so do men. Yeah. And women also want, you know, t- things that work. I think we're not so different as marketing would have you believe. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting that... Um, I feel like we're obviously, you know, women and men both want emotion and efficiency. Mm. Um, and I, I feel like from my experience and what I've read, um, men do sway slightly more to the efficient side and women sway more to the mm-hmm. emotional mm. side. Not hugely, no. but I think the difference is there. And I think it's a brilliant part of who we are to have that difference. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing to have, you know, different people. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's interesting that marketing almost splits it down the middle and says, no, men only want this half and women only yeah. want this half, when it's much more, you know, like 55, 45 splits. Yeah, it's so yeah, much closer it's... <laughs> than it's portrayed to be. Um, Plus, like, it's also now a binary. It's men and women. Whereas yeah. there are people who are who don't identify as either and yeah. still have to choose exactly. pink or blue. Like, it, it, I think it's getting, we're realising it's getting a bit reductive and not quite reflective of how we live nowadays yeah. and to me as well i, I think the um it's, it's a bit of a hot take this but, uh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> well no I, I think the whole it's it's good to have options there's nothing wrong with mm. having you know I, I don't think it should be this is the male option this is the female option obviously some products it makes more sense to have yeah. a female option a male option for functionality or, we're not saying there are no differences between yeah. men and women but for something that both People, pe- you know, people will use in the exact same way. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I, but I also it does um, annoy me in a way with companies making this this massive statement of um, it's almost a statement of intent of saying like, look at us now we, you know, we we have the women option, we have the male option, or the other option, and it's like yeah. this, this grand statement where it's more should just be. Just one option. You should just, or, or yeah. it should just be that one you just... One product that works well. <laughs> or, or, or it should just be that you just sort of do it and it doesn't have to be this, you know, well, it's because yeah. once again, it just becomes marketing. Oh, we're marketing to a new audience. Well, that, that's the thing. Companies aren't going to do something unless it... Yeah. Like, a lot of companies do do things altruistically and for the sake of, you know, bettering yeah. the, you know, people's lives. But at the end of the day, they do need to make money. And if shouting about their new progressive outlook... Yeah. will improve their sales they're gonna do it yeah and i think we'll go into a world now where instead of marketing to men and marketing to women it'll be much more specific where it's it will still yeah. have the male and feminine, the <clears throat> i think and feminine i think product. it'll They'll be hard to break away from the male and female yeah. kind yeah. of specific products i think i found um like this article about boots in 2016 and they were selling um women's razors like an eight pack for like two pound thirty, yeah. and then a ten pack of men's razors for one pound fifty. Yeah, <laughs> and it's insane to think that you don't like I, when I was in high school and when I was younger, before I even knew like the pink tax existed. Yeah. Like I just thought it was you, have to you know it was fine. Yeah, like you just you don't realize you don't pay attention to these things, and I reckon so many people still don't know about the pink tax. Yeah, yeah like a lot of people just brush past it. Well, and it's a stigma as well where if I look as a 
as a man myself, I wouldn't, if it was the other way around, mm. and I don't know if you guys experienced this, it'd be interesting to talk about, I wouldn't want to buy a female razor. I'd feel like, oh, I'm a, I'm a man, I should use a male razor. Like, And this is still the way I feel now. Where I, I wouldn't want to be like shaving my face with a pink razor. It, <laughs> like, And it's how I've been, you know. Yeah, raised, yeah. Yeah, raised. And But do you guys experience that where you think, I no. don't really yeah. want to use these male products? It doesn't bother me that much. Really? No. I, buy, I buy men's razors. Yeah. yeah. Men's razors, men's shaving They're foam. genuinely, most of the time, I don't know whether it's just mental because of the way they're marketed, better than yeah. the women's razors. Yeah. Like, they are functionally better and yeah. work so much easier and yeah. don't break and don't just because i suppose can't maybe use them after one men, use kind of thing yeah. so Men's you'd actually are, say that the women's razors are a step down in quality and a step up in price yeah most of the time i think because the a lot of the money in the female razor goes on the packaging and on the sort of design of like the handle yeah rather than the blades which yeah. is the thing you're actually paying for mm -hmm. or the thing you actually want um like it, i think it's fascinating the sort of i don't think I'm sure there are some women who would get put off by a very masculine branded thing yeah. and think like there's some things where I think it would have it would affect me more like smells and stuff even though I quite like the smell of a lot of men's products yeah but you don't really want to you don't want to smell work, like smell. a man yeah. but then what what does a man smell like? like there's all this stuff that's been constructed mm. for us yeah um but then like it was the other day I went to the pub with my boyfriend I ordered myself a beer and him uh, like a, a pink cider. Yeah. And he wasn't with me at the bar. And this guy said, oh, you like the pink drink, darling? And I was like... No, this is just my because beer. Of, <laughs> my boyfriend stout, walks up behind me and goes, oh, thanks, babe, picks up his pink drink. And it's, it's like, I, I don't... Maybe from the other side of it, I don't understand mm -hmm. the reticence to use like yeah. things that look female. But I think like... Thinking back to school and stuff, the sort of biggest insult for a boy, mm. oh, you're a girl. And that in itself is a bit insulting because yeah. you're like... I've noticed a lot more men now are more open to having more feminine yeah. drinks. Yeah. Because mm. they Whereas taste nice. <laughs> they do. They taste so good. Yeah, yeah we Where get all the, the gross, the dirty drinks. <laughs> yeah, I want, the, I'd like a whiskey, please. Cool not the nice thing. fruity cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can... Um, yeah, I, I think there's a, a sort of balance between the two. Uh, I don't think it's wrong in a way to assume that you'd be the one drinking the pink cider because mm. in most cases, the woman would go for the pink cider in a way. Like, so I, I, it's, it's not wrong to assume. It's, it's wrong if they say, oh, you know, you're, you're going for the girly option or whatever, but it's um, like- That's basically what he did. Yeah. <laughs> he but, was like, you only like it because it's pink. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not right. But like for, for me, when I was working behind a bar, if um, an order had come through for a gin and tonic and a beer, mm. I'd assume that the man wanted the beer and the woman wanted the gin and tonic. And a lot of the time, it would be right, like the majority of the time. not saying it's not right. And just yeah. It but I, I think there's a, there's a sort of difference assume. of, like, uh, I know we sort of keep going back to the raise and stuff like that, but <laughs> there is, like, there's the difference between assuming women want women's shampoo and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the, the mm -hmm. women's one, this mm -hmm. is the male's one. <clears throat> but then there's also the sort of step up from that where it's like, no, the women have this one, the men have this one, you can't cross over. Yeah. Like, and that's the bit where it's like the sort of weird grey area of this is quite wrong. Like One and, of the things that men can't really use are sanitary products. Yeah, we were, this, <laughs> this was the, the hot topic we were waiting to get into and... Um, I think it's time. I'm, I'm going to try, yeah, try to sit back on this one. Yeah. 
very experienced in this field. Um, but it'd be interesting <laughs> to see what you two have to say. So, uh, mm. Lizzie and Jess, take it away. Well, basically, um, we've been talking about products that are marketed, like the same product marketed in two different ways to men and mm -hmm. women, but then there are some products that are exclusively used for women. Well, I say this. There are people <laughs> who use tampons who aren't women, but in general. Yeah, in general, like, it is it, a women's product. Yes. So... Uh, <laughs> we've we kind of looked into it a bit more and found out a bit more about it because re like only recently the Scot even like in Scotland like the Scottish government have put on like a 5.2 million budget to give like to schools colleges universities free sanitary products yeah. which when I was in <laughs> college school and most other girls wouldn't have had that opportunity like one in 10 women from the ages of like 14 to 21 can't afford sanitary products at yeah. all. And they've like, have missed days of school and everything because they can't, they can't yeah. go in. Yeah, because, and then, yeah, even though it's a necessity, like you can't really go without it. We didn't ask for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the UK government See, sees fit to charge a 5% VAT tax mm -hmm. on sanitary products because they're classed as a luxury item. Um, this has been in the news a lot recently. Um, so <laughs> quite a funny comparison I saw was that crocodile meat is not charged any VAT, considered essential, but sanitary products, 5% VAT. Look, to some people, crocodile meat is very I mean, essential. I, I don't know what I'd do on a Friday night without, without crocodile a crocodile meat. burger. Yeah, well, but <laughs> considering women have, on average, uh, 450 periods in their lives, and a, an average cost of a packet of tampons is £3. Yeah. If you multiply that out, it's there's some people who have to go without food. They, they have to choose. Do yeah. I want to eat tonight or do I want to be protected yeah. from the from force that is coming. <laughs> <laughs> from the tidal wave. <laughs> do you guys think they should be free or do you think that they should be um, priced, obviously as a product, but at a reasonable price? I mean, I think what they've done is right by giving younger generations and younger like women yeah. the opportunity to have free sanitary products within mm. schools and stuff yeah. because you don't want to get caught out within school yeah but i think they can't just give away all sanitary products yeah. for free and that's mm. going to be a lot for people to ask for even though that is perfectly what we want <laughs> because uh, you, i have a slightly you, different but a reason i i think they, I know what you mean. A more reasonable a price would be perfect because yes, then you're not going out of your way to spend four, four quid on a pack of, yeah. what, three or four yeah. pads. But I think if we can... So, like, contraception is free on the NHS. Yep. Condoms are free on the NHS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tampons. So, like, a lot of people need, those, like, condoms and contraception, but yep. it isn't completely universal, whereas periods pretty much are for every woman. I... My logic would be if we can provide those things for free, why couldn't we? For like at the moment, no, you sense. can still buy contraception as well. Mm -hmm. So you you can get a doctor's appointment and you can get the free one, or you can go to a shop and buy it. So it doesn't sort of cut companies out of having it. It means that people who just want things quick and convenient, you can still buy it. But the people who are disadvantaged and really do need these things and can't afford it can still get it for free. Well, of course, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, of I, I reckon. <laughs> obviously, people who have more 
beneficial, like need yeah. more beneficial needs than others, mm. I reckon free sanitary products would be perfect. Mm. But people who can afford it, yeah. more reasonable price definitely would be more acceptable than so, the prices. Yeah, I think the way I'd look at it is um, there's, I feel like there's a lot of things that are a considered a necessity to people. And I think that, you know, women's like sanitary products are one of them. I, I don't think it's feasible to give, I, I feel like once you start giving away certain products for free and certain products not for free that are considered necessary, people start saying, well, this should be free and this should be free. And then, you know, it can, it can expand mm -hmm. that issue even more. I, but I think a reasonable price that everyone can afford is not too much to ask for at all. Like, you know, it, sh it should be, even if it's the cost of production <laughs> plus, you know, 200%, it's gonna be much less than the current price. Um, Lizzie uh, disagrees. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm staying quiet because I feel like uh, it's an unpopular opinion, but I, I understand. A, but a lot of the time, these slippery <clears throat> slope arguments are used to stop something that basically that it's mm -hmm. companies going, yeah, but if we do this, and I don't know. I think in this instance, it seems pretty pretty fair. Okay. Um, but I understand. Like, I'm not saying everything before. yeah no yeah I, I understand it both ways um so actually i worked out here uh, oh yeah <laughs> this is very rough maths but so say the average woman has 450 periods in her lifetime um let's say three pound a packet of sanitary pads um how many uh, this is something i don't know how many sanitary pads do you get for three pounds oh about 10 10 to 10 to 14 maybe? 10 to 14 yeah that's that's the pads yeah um so and you'd use maybe depending on your situation, flow. your flow, you'd use maybe three to five a day. So you could be looking at um, like, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of hard to, you can't because there's no real mm. immediate average, but like you could be looking at like 700 to 1.1 grand of, of your like lifetime earnings go towards something yeah. that is considered- That you can't help. Necessary, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, if, if like obviously we sort of disagree on the the price point of it from free to to what I'd go for is like very cheap. Like mm -hmm. I think you know you shouldn't be that there shouldn't be a point where people are saying I can't afford this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because whatever living situation you're in, this is something that well, I mean, there's people who can't we, afford we, food. Yeah, and it's but. like <laughs> but it's something we should provide in the same way that in a perfect world, you know, we could provide everyone with food and. Mm -hmm. um, and you know health products and everything and hopefully we're working towards that we are well we are aren't we well because pre well like i said previously no no one was offered free sanitary products yeah. within yeah. schools and, it wasn't and stuff being talked about. no it wasn't so it is being challenged and we yeah. are making moves towards easier lifestyles for women and what they need yeah and uh, yeah and I, I think as an overall issue outside of the sort of marketing because it is a, it's a greater issue than the marketing. Like, yeah. um, if you look at, I, I guess we can consider it, you know, it's referred to as period poverty. Mm. It's considered as part of overall poverty. If you think of, you know, the people that are going hungry, the people that are homeless mm -hmm. on the street, yeah. if you, you know, we're like the people that are really struggling to afford health products. Like we're very lucky sitting here, being able yeah, to definitely. record a podcast and be the ones speaking about it and, you know, speaking our mind freely when there's, millions of people out there mm -hmm. um like with, without access to yeah any of these uh, not luxuries they're like necessities you yeah. know um it's important uh, to it's, hear it's it from a, a gen thing. z point of view as yeah. well yeah 
it's instead of I don't know I mean everyone's point of view but we're kind of the more or less the main generation right now who's leading Mm. more and more these discussions yeah exactly why why are these things that we've just taken for granted questioning things instead of just letting it go to a point where we we feel this um this pressure and it's a good pressure to be better than the last generation Mm -hmm. and i overall i don't see that as a competitive thing i see it as something where we go let's assess what the last generation have done and with what they've taught us what can we do to make this yeah. world better and it's once again it's a beautiful thing to you know to be able to work like that um yeah i, I think it's interesting hearing it from three people of that generation mm-hmm. who have looked at you know it was so easy now to look back at the history of the price of these things the social impacts you know the economic impact and be able to assess it on like a grand scale yeah. and you know and we have the tools to research it at our fingertips like it's interesting to hear it from your point of view yeah. being a lad <laughs> on the kind of the women's <laughs> side of thing instead because yeah. you don't usually i mean i think that we need you don't more... usually hear people no i don't, the I don't we need more discussions between uh, everyone it's <clears> not yeah. just a women's issue because men are held to these strange standards mm-hmm. by marketing as well men yeah. have their own disadvantages um i think it, it there needs to be less of a sort of uh us versus them yeah. kind of mentality i i think yeah um yeah it's, it's interesting we'll go into into our takeaways here so i, I guess mine mm-hmm. is that when we look at issues like this, obviously we, we maybe strayed from the past slightly more than we do and referred to this technically being a, a marketing podcast, but I think it's such a broad issue that yeah. it's difficult not to. Um, and I think it's important to look at it not as a thing of two sides of, you know, the, the women are for this and the men are against this. I think mm-hmm. everyone at the end of the day of a decent character is looking to improve the health of um of, of humanity and I, definitely I think this is, well, but it, like this is a step of of that and it's interesting to, it'll be interesting to see how marketing companies respond to this and yeah, how yeah. they approach now what has become a, a bigger and bigger issue and it's only going to become more of an issue the more people sit back and say well we don't need to do anything yeah i'll just let it happen yeah so lizzie what do you say your, your takeaways from this episode are Oh, um, I didn't actually know how big the price disparity was until I looked. I knew there was one, um, but I didn't realise it was like as much as, you know, 30 odd percent. I'd say that um, companies need to read the room and realise that, especially our generation and and, uh, older generations who are now being woken up to this sort of stuff, they're just not kind of going to stand for it much longer. There's there's always going to be differentiation, but... When it's so blatantly unfair, I think things need to be done. Uh, less. Definitely, people yeah. are just going to stop. People like we do. We just buy the men's razor, so yeah, you might as well. <laughs> uh, Jess, can we get your takeaways as well? Well, I reckon my takeaway would just be that we are stepping up and we're we're making a move towards a better lifestyle for everyone, and you know we just have to take it as it comes at the moment. Mm. Just, keep, just wait, kind of wait it out. We're working towards it. People are making a stand, and yeah. we'll get there eventually. <clears throat> Vote with your wallet. Yeah. If you uh, if you don't buy it, they won't make it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good way Perfect. to end. So, thank you very much, guys. I know this is it's quite a difficult topic to talk about. Really, it, it steps out of the usual. It's such a podcast. broad topic, like yeah. you yeah. said before. You could, yeah. This is a whole podcast in its own. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So. 
Thank you, much for, thank you very much for coming on and talking about this. <laughs> um, if you want to check out our social media, we have Instagram. It's just 99 pgenz uh, There's a lot of new content that's being built in the next couple of weeks to go in there. You can check out the website, www.99pgenz.com. Um, there's a lot of fresh content on there. It's looking really good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope check you enjoyed out. this episode. Beautifully designed. It's yeah, <laughs> looking great. Um, I know this is slightly longer than usual, but it's, it's a... It's a big issue and it was interesting to go a bit more deep on this one. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, I hope Bye. you enjoyed listening. Goodbye. Bye.